I have this burning desire for my children to not have to go through a lot of things that that I went through, which I know in a way shaped me. I was, uh, you know, I grew up in, in a single income household and, and my mom made minimum wage and worked seven days a week and it was, and it was really hard. So seeing that was, was very encouraging to me. I used that in a way to say, hey, this is what I come from, but that's not where I'm gonna be in the future. Without Fear of Her Future podcast is for women who are passionately pursuing financial freedom, using multiple streams of income and real estate to accomplish their goals. We are here to empower you to be brave, dream big, and design a life that you love that inspires others to do the same. I'm your co-host, Andrea Inkstrom, a real estate investor and business coach and co-founder of the Partnership for Realtors. And as always, I'm here with my co-host, Teresa Todd, founder of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and author of the book, Without Fear of Her Future. Over the past two years, Teresa has had over 300,000 join her masterclass where she teaches women how to become successful real estate investors. Hey, Teresa. Hey, well... It's going to be another exciting day. We have an amazing guest who also happens to be a student of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network. So today we are talking to Ferlette Madrid. This one-woman show was a Reen Masterclass student in April of 2020 and has since left her day job to pursue full-time career investing in real estate. She desired generational wealth for her daughters and stopped at nothing to make it a reality. So welcome for let to the show. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so uh, much. We are so excited. I'm excited for our listeners to hear a little bit about you, your story. So can we start just by letting our listeners know a little bit about yourself? Where are you from and where do you primarily invest? Sure, sure. So I am originally from uh, Tijuana, Mexico, and I, uh, when I was about 20 years old, moved to San Diego, California, sunny San Diego. Yeah. And I started my investing career there without even knowing that I was investing. <laughs> so I was uh, fresh out of college. I you know, went to San Diego State for business school. And I immediately after college, I got a, a fantastic job at Coca-Cola. And I was a single woman in her early 20s. And I was like, well, what, what am I what am I going to do with with all this money that I'm, that I'm making, you know? And uh, it, this was back in 2008, where properties were, were dirt cheap. And I knew nothing about real estate, but there was something inside of me that said, you, why don't you go and, you know, stop renting a room in someone's house and, and buy your own place. And that's what I did. And a lot of people thought I was crazy. They said, you're so young. And it was, and it was family, you know, it was, yeah. you're so young. Why are you trying to lock yourself into a mortgage? You should go travel the world and do all these things. And I was like, well, I'm already traveling the world and doing all the things. And I still have, you know, a, a, a great savings account. Like I want to buy this like, and I'm going to. Smart girl. So, so I went and I bought a, a three-bed, two-bath townhome that was um, just distressed. <laughs> uh, but it was cheap, you know. I bought it for a hundred, one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. It for you know, thinking back in San Diego, right yeah. now, that's just insane, unthought of. So uh, cabinets were rotten. Everything was like walls were 
canary yellow, the carpet was disgusting. But I, as soon as I walked in, when the realtor was walk, you know, showing me this property, as soon as I walked in, I said, I saw past that. And I said, okay, this can be beautiful. I want to make an offer. And just after I, I after I said, like, didn't even walk the entire house yet. <laughs> you know, I just walked in there and I just knew that I knew that I knew. And uh, I remodeled it. I went and sourced, you know, uh, custom made cabinets in, in Tijuana. I rented a truck and brought them over to San Diego myself. And wow, I just did the things, girl, you know, girl. and, and we, we all do, but, but Hey, I, I had a custom kitchen with granite countertops and uh, it was real wood for, I think back then it was like $4,000. Wow. So so I saved a lot of money and then I was living there by myself and said, well, now what I need to, there's, there's, I could be making money if I rent the two bedrooms that are downstairs. So I went and did that. And my family was just, they <laughs> couldn't fathom how I was opening my home to other strangers. And uh, to put it into perspective, my mortgage was $600, right? Mm-hmm. And every, be- every, those each bedroom I was renting for $600. So not only was I cash flowing $600, but I was also living in my own property for free. Wow. I love it. So without knowing anything, you were how you house hacked and you were Airbnb and that, you know, that's amazing. I love it. Yes. And and a thing. Yeah, I, I had no clue what I was doing. It, it's just something that made sense to me. Yes. Great. Okay, keep going. Tell us more. Sure, sure. So uh, kept working corporate America, kept saving money, and I bought another house and kept that as a, as a rental. And now I rented it out to a single family and it kept cash, cash flowing. And this, this other property that I bought, I was still single. Um, I didn't get married till I was uh, 35 years old. So I, you know, had a lot of time there and it was a four bed, two bath. So I did the exact same thing. I went and I, and I rented out the the three other bedrooms, remodeled the house then rented out the three other bedrooms to, um, complete strangers. And I just, uh, and I put that in the back burner and just focused on my career. Uh, I was, as I said, I was working for, for Coca-Cola I was, um, they, you know, offered to, to pay for my MBA. So I went with it. All my time was focused on, on accomplishing that. So, so real estate investing, um, was, uh, not something that I was focusing my, my, my time on anymore. Well, so let's fa- fast forward. What, how did, you know, what happened next? And so what are you, what made you join the women's real estate investors network and then what have you concentrated on? How are, what are you investing and in all that now? Sure. So it was, it was a very, a very tough decision because I was still in, in corporate America when I, uh, when I was married and I had a, a job that required that I traveled about a significant amount of time. And I found myself in, in ho- sleeping in hotels. I was already engaged uh, three, four times, uh, four nights a week. It was, um, I was, you know, fulfilling that dream that I want to say society kind of imposes on what 
the only pathway to success should look like. And I was living it, but I felt horrible because my friends, um, my fiance wanted to spend time with me and I couldn't Mm -hmm. because I was out there making a difference Mm -hmm. and managing, you know, I I did a sales and marketing strategy for the Southwest U.S., for a different beverage beverage company then. Um, and it was going really well. I, 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 I gained a lot of courage during that job. Um, I, was, I was managing teams of about two, 200 men per, per, per state. So wow. that was, yes, it was, it was very, it was very challenging, but I felt that I felt in my heart that it was, that it wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Something that blows my mind is, and I think of it and I was like, how did I do that? The Wednesday, so three days, two days before my wedding, I was in, in Miami um, uh, interviewing for, for a promotion that would require even more time away from the family that I was going to start building in two yeah. days. So, yeah. Um, um, you know, I, 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 I stayed in corporate and what really threw me off the cliff was I was in a meeting with a customer. I was, I had already had my first child and, um, I was, I, I had to leave the meeting because to, to go to my car to pump <laughs> because the pain was so huge and um, I developed mastitis and it was, it, it took me to the ER because mm. it was, it was just horrible. Anyway, that, that was when, when I said, I, I can't do this. I want to be all in for my family, mm-hmm. but I also want to be, I also also want to continue producing financially and I need to find a way. And I don't, I don't know if maybe I was saying it out loud <laughs> or close to my phone, but but then I, I saw I saw your ad for for the masterclass, and that's the best seventeen dollars I've ever spent in my life. And and I took the class, and right after I went, and I, I told my husband, I'm like, I'm going to do a, a a cash out refi on the very first property I bought, and I'm going to start this thing, and I'm going to do it with that money. And I did. And two weeks after that loan, that, that money hit my account. No, the money, uh, once the money hit my account, I placed my two week notice at work. <laughs> Woo! I said, this isn't, this isn't Leap working out for me. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity, but bye. Yeah. And, and I, and I left. And that same day I started looking on the MLS for my first flip. I, uh, and that's, 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 that's how I bought it. And that's how, that's how I found my, my first flip. And that's what started my, my full-time career in real estate. Wow. Uh, what a story. What a story. Oh, so, okay. So your first deal came from the MLS and then you kept going. So how did that first flip go? And then what did you do after that? So that first flip was, it was a great learning experience. It was, um, as I said, I found it through the MLS. So, so I, it wasn't the, the best price point, but I was still able to, to, 
to force appreciation on that property because I, I, I saw the floor plan and there was opportunity to, to, to give some of that space a better purpose. So I, I, I put, I built in a, a bathroom and I uh, bought it a two, one, I made it a two, two and found my contractor through my, through my realtor. And um, yeah, ended up making $10,000 off that deal, which is, which is not, is not a lot. Um, but it was, it, it was, it was my starting point, yeah. you know, after, after I did that and went through the whole process, I said, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I think something, something very, very important to, to mention is I was able to, to manage this flip. I would stop by to, to see how the contractor was doing and, and, and go shop, you know, Home Depot, whatever, wherever I needed to find my, my materials with my child. Yes. I was able to, I, I brought her with me every single time I, I, I stopped by the house and I had to make my notes and I would, I would have her, you know, I would hold her with, with one hand and, <laughs> and make my notes with another. And, and sometimes, you know, the contractor would, the contractor would ask me, would you like me to hold your child? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I bet you, you haven't held anybody else's baby at work. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's something that, that really filled my heart. Yeah. I, I, I truly, I truly, I, I, I want to be a present, a present mother, a present yeah. parent. I want to generate um, income. I want mm-hmm. to produce. I've always produced. It's mm-hmm. just in me uh, to, to continue doing that. And, and I think that I know that I'm able to accomplish this through real estate. I'm able to, to come back, come back, you know, home, um, pick up my daughter at, from school. I'm able to, to cook a, yeah. like good, a good meal every day for my husband and for my children and for myself. And I just, I love that. I have a huge knack for, for nutrition too. So, so being able to, to do that really fills my heart. Wow. I, you know, I just want to say, so on your very first deal, um, you know, $10,000 is not a lot of money, but you also, here's what it did. First of all, it gave you experience as well as confidence and you got paid for it. You know, it wasn't a lot, but you still got something. And now you, exactly what you said, now you knew you could go do it again. Mm-hmm. And you were going to gain from that experience. You're going to make more money the next time. That And the whole time you've got your daughter on your hip and you're spending time with her. And co- it's a great story that I know so many of our listeners are listening to that and like, that's what I want. And that is what investing can do. It's, it can be absolutely life-changing. And it yes, makes and my heart so happy to hear your story. Yes. And that's, that's been, that's, that's what, what we want as a family for, for my life to, to continue to, to look like. That's yeah. why, um, so my, my husband fully supports me being a, a, a full-time real estate investor. And, uh, you know, I continue doing that, re- re- recycling, <laughs> recycling my own, my own money. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Beautiful. So tell us what you've done since that first flip. So since that first flip, I have decided to focus exclusively on the BRRRR strategy, which mm-hmm. consists on, on buying a property that is considerably distressed, um, 
remodeling it, rehabbing it, you know, anything that is wrong with the property, taking care of it, um, putting a tenant in place. So you rent it and then uh, you refinance it. So all the money that you've invested into the property, you pull it back out through a cash out refinance. And then you repeat the process with that money that you that you pulled out. Um, and that's that's bit that's enabled us to to generate a, a considerable um amount of mailbox money that you know it's just um i'm i'm making net half uh, as much as i was making in my in my high level corporate job just by you know having these rentals and i love it because i get to as i said i, I continue going back to this to the same thing but it's i get to be a present mm-hmm. mother and present wife and that's been that's been the most important thing that i've that i've gained from that and i continue burying and that's uh i i have uh, two usually two two deals going at the same time and for a lot of people that might not see much but i to actually invest time into my business and research and everything that i need to do i only have my daughter's nap time, which is about an hour around noon. And after they go to bed, which is seven. So I'm, I'm still able to, to do this while they're, while they're both uh, asleep. That's when I get to work. That's amazing. Yeah. How many, how many rentals do you have now? We have nine rentals. Nine Woo! rentals. Oh, amazing. Go girl. That's fantastic. You go, girl. That is awesome. And so that is, you know, she just told you what a burr, if you're hearing that word, is rentals. It's purchasing rental properties. It could be short-term rentals, mid-term, or long-term rentals. Um, but she just called it mailbox money. That is money that you, the cash flow that you're making every single month. But also, um, you are building generational wealth and long-term wealth for yourself with these. Uh, this is that you can you know, pass to your children or your children's children. So it's just, I love this story. And I just want to congratulate you. And that's awesome. Just proud of you. How do you maximize your rent from your properties? Are yours all long-term or do you have some short-term? So right now they're all long-term. Okay. Um, what, what I do is uh, I focus on, as I said, you know, adding, adding a, a, as much value as I can to the, to the property. So mm-hmm. all, all my rehabs, uh, although they're, they're modern, they're, they're streamlined. So it's still something yeah. that can fit every taste. Like, yes, I could go all out, you know, with, with really fancy, fancy colors and, 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 and tile and flooring, but I want it to be a bit more, um, suitable for the more traditional, traditional mm-hmm. taste, yet modern. I also focus heavily on buying material that is going to, that is going to last. So I, I use all, I, all my, you know, plumbing uh, fixtures are, are, are Moen. And yes, do I spend a little bit more money on that? Yes, I do. But I, I truly believe that that's going to save me money in the long run you know, having to versus having to switch it out or having to call a plumber, you know, to, to mm-hmm. come and to come and repair that. I also increase my rents annually to be at, at, at par or, or above um, our rate of inflation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for let you got your first deal off the MLS. And what did you do after that? How do you find deals now? 
I don't have, I, I wish I could, uh, you know, look for deals, the traditional wholesaling route, <clears throat> excuse me, but I, I don't have that time right now. So what I've done is I, I find my properties through wholesalers or um, I use bird dogs, which are, are people who are out there for me looking for okay. these properties. And then I pay them a fee once they set up an appointment for me and I actually close on the deal. Um, and uh, I've actually, I've also bought, bought leads um, online. Awesome. Now, I'm, I'm so impressed that you're able to do the majority of your business during your kids' nap time and after they go to bed. Like, that is such a cool part of your story. Yes. So you've really created this, this balance of being a mom. And it's obvious when, when you hear that that's, what, that that's what an average week looks like for you or an average day, it's obvious where your priorities are. So kudos to you yep. for having the the clarity to, to say, this is my season that I'm going to not overextend myself. I'm not going to do five or 10 deals at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do two and I'm going to do what I can do during my kid's nap time. And there are sacrifices that, that we all make, but I love that one of them that you've chosen is like, I may not have all of the marketing going myself, but I know how to find, I still know how to find a deal. Mm -hmm. And you can be a buyer for, for somebody else's deal and still, you know, have a, have a good chunk of profit. If you have that, the funding and the ability to, to finance things the right way, you can still be profitable. And obviously it's working for you because you are creating incredible, um, income or mailbox money. Mm -hmm. So, um, tell us about how do you, how do you fund your deals? Like how do you finance things? So I, up until now, I was recycling money from, from the, the first uh, cash out uh, refinance that I did. For this deal that I'm working on right now, I, I found a, a lender who, who had done my previous, my previous uh, DS, DSCR loans, which are, you know, the loans that you do for properties that are rentals. That's what they're called, DSCR. And, and he had an option you know, to, to, to where he could finance the property as well as the, uh, the, the remodel. And, and that's what I'm doing right now. Perfect. And just for those who are listening, um, cause they're like, cause there's some people listening that are going to say, but she doesn't have a W2 job. How is she financing anything? Why would they give her a loan on nine rental properties? And so what for you just described is the DSCR loan doesn't look at your W2. It looks at the lease agreement. Right. And it, and it loans based on the value of the property and the lease that is in place. Correct. Right. So, and that, that is one of the requirements to, uh, to, to fund, to fund the loans. I have to have a rental rental agreement in place where they can see that the rent is going to, is going to cover the monthly payment uh, of, of the cash out. Perfect. Loan. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to add, so that means she, she cash out refied a property that she had bought years ago. So mm -hmm. she had a little bit of money and then she just kept using that same money because every time she refied out of another one, they're giving her more money and she could put it into the next one. So she's, she's just recycling that and building wealth at the same time. Uh, and again, I just want our, our listeners to hear that, that you do not need this big stash of money to be a successful real estate investor, you just need specialized knowledge. And that's what Ferlet used to do all these things, which is just incredible. 
Yes. Yes. It's, it's very, it's very exciting to see how this is snowballing. My, my husband is, uh, he's very excited for me and, and he, he actually found us this last deal and he said, he said, I, I, I want to do this on the side. And he hit, my husband does have a W2 job. And, and he, and he said, teach me, show me how you do this. And he sees, you know, he sees me talking to the contractors and having those tough conversations and, yeah. and not everything good, actually, almost nothing goes how you planned it to, <laughs> to go. So and you, you have to be, you have to be quick on your feet. You have to be able to, to adapt to change, to find solutions um, quickly that will, you know, continue to grow your business. And that's, that's, I'm very excited that I get to, that I get to show, show him now how to do it. He's going to be a, a doctor in physical therapy. And he says that he wants his side gig to be <laughs> real estate investing. Awesome. <laughs> Love awesome. It. So uh, for let, there's so many moms that are going to be inspired by you, but I think especially women who feel really stuck in corporate um, cause there's golden handcuffs, right? They're paying you mm-hmm. a certain amount of money and it's hard to walk away from that. What feels like security. Um, but what, what do you think you would say to, uh, especially a mom who is working in corporate America right now and who is feeling frustrated? What would you say to them? I would say, yes, you know, corporate does provide, does provide a lot of opportunities, but, um, I think, I think at least for me, nothing, nothing beats being able to be a a present mom. Nothing does. And if you're not feeling fulfilled in your corporate career, then look elsewhere. That was, that was my case where I thought if, if I'm doing all the right things, if I'm getting all this, this, you know, all these degrees and having these big titles and, and that's, that's going to bring me fulfillment. It didn't. So I think it's really important to, to see uh, what brings you that, what brings you that fulfillment. To me, it's, it's thinking about being able to spend my time however I want while generating income. Yeah. You know, that's what's most important um, for me. And it's something that, that is real, very, very hard to accomplish through the, through the traditional route as I said, through, through corporate, because yeah. now I get to, uh, yes, I'm run, I run, I'm running my own business, but I get to, t- to take time off whenever, whenever I need to mm-hmm. and, you know, be there for, for, for my husband who also has a crazy schedule. So I'm able to be flexible with that and help him how he needs to be helped and help my children, how they need to be helped. Um, I think there's, there's, there's so much that, um, that can be done by, by leaving corporate and, and corporate does give us a lot of, a lot of, a lot of positives. As I said, you know, we're, we're able to, if I didn't have a corporate job back then in my early twenties, I wouldn't have been able to buy, uh, or, 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 or who knows, right. But it would have been a lot more difficult to buy my first property and something that that corporate also provided me was with, with a 401k and, what I have now been able to do with that is just to give you an, an, an idea of, of how much opportunity there is in the world of real estate investing is I pulled, I pulled the money out of my 401k and, and put it in a self-directed account. And now I'm able to be a private money lender. So I am now due to my corporate job in the past, able to enable other people to fulfill their dreams in real estate with minimal risk, if, if any, 
because when you're, you know, a private money lender and you're, you're lending your money through a title company, if for whatever reason, uh, the person defaults on the loan, you, and, and of course we're not, you know, in, in, we don't go into it with that mindset, but you, the house is yours. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And you're making a lot more money on that money, whether if, if, than it just sitting in a 401k making yes. 4% or something like that. I was, yes, I was, I was losing money. And now as a private money lender, I mean, everybody gets to, gets to set their own rates, but it could, you know, anywhere from eight to 12% plus one to three points. It makes no sense to, to not make that move. Yes. And, yeah. and, and at the same time, you're helping others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, how do you stay motivated as an investor and entrepreneur? Wow. Uh, I think it's, I have this, the burning desire to, to be financially free. I have this burning desire for my children to not have to, you know, go through a lot of things that, that I went through, you know, which I know in a way, in a way shaped me. I was, uh, you know, I, I grew up in, in a single income household and, and my mom made minimum wage and worked seven days a week. And it was, and it was really hard. So, so seeing that was, was very encouraging to me. I used that in a way to, to say, Hey, so this is, you know, this is what I come from, but that's not where I'm going to be in the future and yes. have these, these big dreams and a big vision for where I want my life to go. And I think um, something else that is very heavy in my heart is um, my husband and I want to be top financial contributors to our church and expand the kingdom of, of God. And yeah. as we have grown, um, you know, our portfolio of rentals, for example, last year, we were, we've been tithers for, for years now, but we were able to, to also contribute to um, legacy builders within our church. And, you know, that's, that's above and, and beyond our tithe. And that, that's something that, that we truly believe in that, we want as many people to know about God through, you know, and, and helping others through through the church. And a lot of the time it's there's there's money required, you know, to, mm -hmm. to do all these things. And we are we are now able to provide more than we had before. So that's another incredible motivator for us. Yeah. So you knew your why. I mean, your why was your kids spending more time with them. And then ch you changed the entire trajectory of your family. That's you know, that's what you've done. You're taking it to a next level and then doing also making impact, giving back to what is important to you, your church. Um, all of that is absolutely amazing. And that's what we need. We need to understand our why so that when it gets hard, when some of those things aren't going the way that we planned, we don't give up. We just keep pushing through and Sounds like you definitely had great motivation all the way through this. So what advice would you give um, someone else that's interested in investing in real estate? Sure. Uh, I would say, whew, find you a good mentor. Uh, find a mentor that has the fruit that you're looking for in your own life. And that to me, that is twofold. Yes, I want to find a mentor who is financially where I want to be, but I want to find a mentor who has accomplished that through the same or, or with the same values that I have. 
because there's people who become financially, you know, very, very wealthy through real estate, but it might not be as ethically as it could, you know? <laughs> so, so take, yeah. taking a lot of shortcuts while doing a remind, I mean, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's say how's it, how, how it is, you know, there are some people who don't um, consider, you know, uh, like something has to be repaired and they don't repair it because it's going to cost more. But we, we go ahead and, and, and we, and we do it because number one, we want to be able to sleep well at night yes, knowing that we're doing the right thing. And number two, we know that we're being a blessing to other people and we're going to be blessed back. Oof. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. For let, we like to ask our guests for three takeaways. So what are three things that you would advise an investor or entrepreneur who is looking to be brave and grow or is perhaps feeling stuck where they are? What would you tell them to do? I think, and this is, this is very, very near to my heart because, um, there's a lot of doors that are opening for me right now. Uh, one of them, of course, is honor of, of being on this podcast, but uh, the enemy is going to is going to attack us. And a lot of the time it will be through through fear. And we we have to be able to identify when the enemy is attacking us and trying to hold us back from fulfilling those 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 God given dreams. Um, that we have in our heart. So I think it is, it is definitely smashing, smashing fear in the head um, and doing the things and accepting the challenge and moving forward. And um, it's, it's biblical. It's biblical as well. I have a a scripture, Joshua, Joshua nine, where um, it says, uh, have I not commanded you? So he, it's, it's not, he's not telling us he's like reinforcing have I not commanded you be strong, vigorous and very courageous. Do not be afraid. Neither be dismayed for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. So we need to kick the enemy in the butt and not listen (laughs) to not let fear creep in and, and do the things Um, we have to, uh, to also uh, challenge our internal dialogue. Sometimes, um, you know, we may have been told uh, the things that we unfortunately, you know, re- received or uh, just just bad things or, or insulted or you can't do this or you won't get anywhere or you're this or you're that. And we have to challenge that and realize that that is not who we are and we are who God says we are and find our identity in that and, and also smash that and cancel that over us. Definitely. Um, I think something that is also very, very important is being okay with short-term sacrifice in order to accomplish a long-term gain. That is something that, that I've said for a really long time, because even as I was house hacking, um, you know, early in my unknown investment career, <laughs> uh, you know, my, my family would say, isn't it uncomfortable, you know, if you're, if you're in the kitchen and, and a total, like your stranger roommate wants to use a kitchen and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I, I mean, no, it's not, it's not uncomfortable. I mean, it's, it's a bit of a, if it's a bit of a sacrifice, but I see what it's going to do in the long run. Yeah. It's, it's a seed that I'm planting that is, that is going to, that is going to flourish also 
you know, with managing our budget, with, with our finances. My husband, um, <laughs> my poor husband, he has been wanting um, a truck for, for years now. And he, he's a six foot two guy and he drives a Scion and he has for, for the last few years, but it's paid off and it has, you know, enabled us to be in a financial position where now we can, you know, purchase another asset that is going to fund the liability of, you know, a truck. So it's that, as I said, that short-term sacrifice that will Mm -hmm. ultimately lead to, to a long-term gain. And, and I think it's, it's also very important to, to make sure that we're not just sacrificing just because like, if we're going to make that sacrifice and we're going to house hack, or if we're, you know, going to cut down on our spending or maybe not have exactly, um, what, uh, purchase what we want right now, but we're looking into the long term, and we have, a, and we have a, we have a plan and we have this vision that we're working towards, um, that, that is important. You have to have that. Don't just, you know, you can't sacrifice just by saying, well, I just want to save the money and that's that. Well, no, like why? Why are yeah. you doing this? What do you want to accomplish through that sacrifice, that effort that you're making? You got Love it, girl. It. Teresa, do you have any takeaways from this episode today? Oh my today? gosh. The, my, you know, my takeaway is that Ferlet is um, this really a humble uh, powerhouse. <laughs> uh, she just comes across so sweet. But like when you really hear her story, she is, she is strong, powerful. She knows who she is. She knows her why, and she is going to kick butt. And so I love your faith. I love everything you stand for. And I am so looking forward to, um, watching you and, and see what's next for you. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm very, very excited to, to also be part of your, of your coaching. And there's so much of the specialized knowledge that I've learned from there that has also enabled me to make better decisions, you know, in, in my real estate investing career. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I'm, I'm grateful for, for the, the opportunity to be here and share my, my story as well. And, and hopefully, you know, it, it motivates other women who may feel stuck or may feel that, that, they, that they can't do it or they don't know where to start. Don't let the enemy tell you that. That's right. Do not. Yes. Okay. So we like to issue a challenge each week. So wh- we would love to have, have you issue this challenge today to our listeners to move them forward in the life, the bi- you know, so what would you challenge them with? Ooh. I would say uh, to make, make a phone call to get, to get more information on wherever, uh, you know, they want whatever course they want their real estate invested career to go. So if they, you know, if they want to start in in wholesaling to make, make a call to a wholesaler and you can, it's, it's really obvious to see who's a wholesaler because they're, you know, they're all over social media, they're on Facebook. So, so pick up the phone or send them a message. Mm -hmm. And, and I would say, you know, either have a, have a phone call with them or, or, or take them out to take them out to lunch and just, and pick their brain and, and ask and ask questions. And there's a lot of people who uh, that I've that I've I've met as well, who are more than willing to share their knowledge with you. Um, it's just we we have to not be embarrassed to ask, or we have to not be scared. There's mm-hmm. you know fear mm-hmm. again, 
we have to not let that stop us from where we want to go. Mm-hmm. So, so taking so, action, take some action this week. That's take, what I hear. Take action by, yeah. by, yes, by, by talking to someone who's doing what you, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today for let. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Well, thank you so much. Well, if, if you, our listeners have heard something that helped you today, I just want to encourage you to share this podcast with a sister who needs to know that there is a way out of corporate America. There is a difference you can make in your own life and, uh, and you can do this. And I love your story for let. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Well, if you are ready to create the life you've always desired, just like Ferlet, um, then time is running out to reserve your seat in the Without Fear of Her Future Masterclass. The link to save your seat is in the show notes on this episode. Yeah, thank you everyone for joining us today. On behalf of the Women's Real Estate Investors Network and Teresa Todd, I'm Andrea Engstrom, encouraging you to be brave and dream big. Mm-hmm.